Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T-minus 37 seconds. Fight with growing e equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Ryan Treasure. If you guys are listening to us, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all of your favorite podcast destinations. We're on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, all of those places and newly uh, released on Spotify. So make sure you subscribe so you can listen to us at any time. We have a, a, a really cool interview that we're going to be doing today. As you guys know and listening to the show, we talk a lot about technology. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship. We talk a lot about how, you know, people made those uh, decisions to move forward and do what they're doing in life. And we're not stopping. We're going to continue uh, as we move on with our interview today. Uh, we have a fantastic person that we're going to be talking to, Mr. Phil Stites. He's the first chief technical officer of American Express uh, and just recently joining Nextiva as its, uh, excuse me, Nextiva as its new CTO. So, Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Phil, you know, on finding your frequency, one of the things we, we talk about uh, probably at length is how you found your frequency, how you, you know, came up with that that idea that you wanted to follow the path that you're on. So let's kind of start from the beginning a little bit and get an understanding of who Phil is and why Phil decided to find his frequency in technology. Well, it was I, I, I've done a lot of things in my career, and uh, I actually I started off as a mathematician. I, I, I ended up, uh, I had an academic career. I got a PhD in math from University of Maryland and then taught there for a while and then taught at, at Bullock College in Wisconsin, which coincidentally was my alma mater. And I, I've always had a passion for, uh, for, for both education and for mathematics. And uh, in, during the course of my uh, academic career, I did get involved with computing as, you know, it's sort of natural in math. And, and I, 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 I had uh, I also taught computer science and statistics and and I got uh, more and more interested in in the uh, applications development and 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 computing aspects of what I was doing decided to leave academia and then after a sort of a brief consulting career I really sort of built my uh, technology career at American Express right? as you mentioned I I ended up uh, as as chief technology officer there and I, it wasn't a uh, what what would be described as you know a sort of an ambitious rise. It was more I was interested in solving technology problems. I was very fortunate to have some very good mentors there and 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 some success. We did some very interesting things, and uh, I rose up through the ranks there, became CTO, then uh, spent some time at Barclays in a similar kind of role, and then jumped over to the other side. And in my time as a as a sort of a corporate CTO. Uh, I spent a lot of time with software companies, and uh, I was I was the one who was buying the software products, and I found that interesting. And I I was often sort of envious of the guys on the other side of the table who were developing software. And so after leaving Barclays, I jumped over into the 
into the software company side, which is essentially where I've been ever since. And I, I was I, I was CTO of a company called Deem that was produced uh, travel and procurement software, and then a company called Edgenuity here in the in the Valley. I've lived in Phoenix for uh, for pretty much the last twenty years, and 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 now just recently and. Uh, a few months ago, I joined Nextiva. Very excited about that opportunity. But my my path to get here is really uh, if there's one sort of binding thread. It's uh, curiosity, interest in learning new technology, and an interest in in working collaboratively with others and developing people. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things I I hold near and dear in technology is just the fact that you know we're we're all able to use technology to solve you know, everybody's problems. I mean, not, not that every problem is solvable through technology, but I believe 99.9% of problems are solvable through technology. Uh, have you guys, have you guys found that to be the case, uh, in, in your role through your, your, uh, your transition through the different companies you've been at? I would say, I, I wouldn't say that, that, that problems are all, solvable by technology, but I would say that that problems are often, uh, we can often really help people in, in getting better solutions using technology. And that's that's one of the things I'm very excited about here at Nextiva, is that our, our you know, we're at the base for a communications company, mm-hmm. but then we're also offering a, a suite of additional technologies that that basically make people more effective in their communication, may enable our customers to have more engaging and valuable conversations with their customers. So there, what's happening is that the technology is sort of amplifying what the human being can do. And, and that's always been my, my view and my passion about technology is, uh, can, we, can we let the machines do what they're very good at and, and in that way uh, provide you know, better outcomes for people in, in, in the companies that use the technology, but also more interesting jobs and, you know, kind of better experience overall. Oh, that's awesome. As we kind of sit back and and think about some of the new technology releases that have happened, you know, in the last, I'm going to say 10 years, the iPhone, uh, some of these technologies are so disruptive and so life-changing that like, I don't even know where I would be today without my mobile device. Uh, and it seems to me that the technology that's been coming out in the last 10 years has just been amplified and faster and quicker. Uh, how are you guys at Nextiva kind of keeping up with those trends and, and, and staying ahead of the pack uh, as this technology uh, moves so quickly? It's a great question. It's, it's uh, you know, I, I don't know the, the source of the quote, but I've often I've often been inspired by you know, by the the statement that you need to to skate to where the puck is going, you know, and you need to you need to anticipate where things are going, and then you know try to do things that that move things along in a in a way that's that's not just kind of uh, imitative and and derivative, but but it's genuinely original. And and at Next Evil, we're we're very much trying to do that. What we see, you know, we started if you. If, if you look at the history of Nextiva, we, we started as, as a voice over IP telephony company. And that, you know, still a lot of what we do is, is provide really outstanding uh, voice services for a, a large number of customers. And, 
what what the sort of natural thing to think about after that is okay uh, we're present in the converse in the conversation that our customers are having with our customers uh, what can we do to make uh, those conversations more valuable what can we do to make it more convenient for our customers customers and what can we do to you know, to drive more value and the the way that that we're proceeding and the way that you know we're anticipating where the technology and adoption curve is going to go is we're looking at how to uh, really do unified communications, meaning uh, taking the, all of the, the, the data, all the ways that our customers, customers may want to communicate with them and making it seamless, Mm -hmm. taking the content of the communications and analyzing that content in a way that suggests better actions and interventions by our customers, and then ultimately helping our customers make better decisions about how they engage and manage their own customers. So from a technology perspective, we're taking advantage of the rapid evolution of, of both core communications capabilities and protocols, you know, the way all the different ways that data moves around from your iPhone and other devices, as well as advances in machine learning and artificial intelligence, so that we can bring all those technologies to bear in a way that uh, that gives our customers competitive advantage, uh, but also gives their customers a better experience. Because we really do believe that by helping our customers deliver amazing service and by helping our customers simply uh, provide a a richer, fuller experience for their customers, they're going to do better and they're also going to appreciate working with us. Yeah, and I think that's one of the main challenges for businesses of any size is having tools at their exposure that allow them to have you know, proper CRMs for their salespeople, proper, you know, customer service software so people can engage with the current customers and, and keep them happy. And, you know, then you have this this eclectic mix of customers who uh, some people who will tag you in a Facebook post or a Twitter, uh, you know, post which is I have always thought was very strange uh, why your customer would tag you in a Twitter comment when and asking for something. Uh, But people do that and they send text messages and they send emails. And so you have all of these, for lack of a better term, like disparate communication systems. And that that for me as as an operator of a business has been the most challenging thing is making sure that those communication mechanisms are. Uh, are in a manner that are effective for both the employees at the company as well as uh, the 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 customers that are leveraging our products. Uh, how how are you guys addressing that particular issue uh, with some of your product lines? Yeah, very good. That's a that's a very good point, and a, um, you know, kind of right in the wheelhouse of what of what we're going after. We're going in in a way. There's two aspects to fragmentation that that our platform and products are are aiming to to help with. One is the the fragmentation of of communication media, which you described, where you know there whether it's social media or SMS or chat or email or you know whatever the the medium that customers want to use to communicate with a company, we've got to make that. 
we've got to integrate that data. We've got to meet the customer. We've got to enable our customer to meet their customer wherever they are in a way that's convenient for them. And the way that we're doing that is by implementing really uh, next generation um, integrated communication. So taking all those streams of data, making it managing the, you know, the, the contact information, managing all of the, it, this does naturally get into the need for some CRM type backing where you, yeah. you can help our, we help our customers essentially, you know, keep track of where their customers are and how their customers want to communicate. So that's one aspect of fragmentation. The other aspect of fragmentation is that as us, that, that, business owners today need to use, you know, five, six, seven, nine, 12 different technology solutions to enable a really robust uh, customer relationship or customer engagement management platform. You've got a CRM platform, you've got a, you know, various forms of messaging, you've got, you know, multiple different systems that you, the business owner, and end up having to integrate in order to stitch together an integrated view of your customer and in order to respond proactively to them. So our platform both manages the, the front end aspect of how do we get those data streams together in a way that is manageable, but also on the back end, we have a, a truly integrated platform that is not just a, a you know a messaging service it is not just a, a voice system it is not just a CRM it's an integrated system that that has all of those things in it oh that's amazing as an operator of a business um, I'm, I'm sure you hear this all the time I, I go down this road every couple of years right <laughs> I'm like okay what other CRMs are out there what other uh, solutions are available for us to do things you know bigger faster better stronger less expensive those types of, of things and so as I look at some of the other integrated solutions that are in the marketplace now, I can only help but say what makes Nextiva different than a company like, let's say, Freshworks, uh, who has a similar product line of, 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 of pieces, right, where they have a CRM and they have a marketing tool and they have a, uh, you know, like a ticketing system or customer management type of solution. So how, how are you guys different than everybody else? I would say in a, in a, in a couple of different ways. Um, one, there's a, there's a few core differentiators for, for Nextiva. One is the, is the, it's the breadth of the offering that, and the integration with core communications. We, you know, as I said, we started with voice over IP. So, uh, we, you know, we, we, we have our roots in, base communication and the quality of that communication and the integration of the data that's coming from that communication into the overall system is something that you're not going to find, for example, in a pure play CRM solution or in a case management system. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what differentiates us for, for, from plays in those areas. When it comes to the, the other core, in, in addition to integration, the other thing that we focus on uh, that that is that you know that that is is characteristic of Nextiva is simplicity, uh, ease of ease of setup and integration, and the they were were trying very hard and have succeeded very well in 
essentially a zero code solution. You're not, you don't have to go and write a whole bunch of script code. You don't have to do a huge amount of configuration work to get our next OS platform up and running for your business. And then finally, I would add one other thing, which is the intelligence. Uh, we, we, we have advanced AI sentiment analysis built into the platform. We are, as I said, we're looking at all that communication. We are giving you a view real time of how your customers are feeling based on actually analyzing the communications that they're having with the company. And we're, we're, innate, we're tracking their customer journey in a holistic way. We actually have some patent pending te- technology that, that measures where customers are and that is actually rooted in their experience with the, the business that our customers are in. And the setup of that whole system, the management of it is extremely fast and simple. So you mean your system has the ability to kind of match customers or potential customers up using the artificial intelligence or machine learning that's built into the analytical component? Yes, it, it, ha- it actually has, it has, it has two, two different kinds of types of capabilities in, in terms of, uh, of, of matching. One is in analyzing, uh, in, in targeting, you know, and, and, we, we, we have a robust uh, uh, targeting and sort of marketing automation capability that's built in. But then the actually more powerful uh, machine learning analytics that's in there, that's baked into the platform today is in what we call sentiment analysis, where we actually look at the content of communications that customers, that our customers' customers are having with them. And we assess what you know how happy how engaged how likely to churn their customers are based on the analysis of the actual content of their communications and and by their uh the the servicing events that have taken place in their customer journey so this is this is really all about providing a an extremely um an extremely personalized not just personalized but effective uh, management of customer interactions. How does your system help with customer acquisition? It, with customer acquisition, we there's a, a couple of different ways in which we today uh, support customer acquisition. Uh, one is uh, is obviously we've we've got a uh, in our um, we we support core a core um, kind of sales CRM capability that's that's built into the platform. But then secondly, we also have an email marketing capability that is uh, that is part of the platform. And so all of those... And then I guess finally we have yeah. surveys. Yeah, and we, so... We, we also have a survey component. And so all of that stuff is all part of, you know, one centralized location and dashboard so you can bounce back and forth from like the CRM to the email marketing component if you're an admin very easily uh i'm very interested in your product as you can tell <laughs> yeah yeah it is uh it's an integrated we call it next os platform and well we kind of resist um the labels of the different you know i i almost resist talking about email marketing because it's you know that's just 
one one function that the overall NextOS platform does. Mm-hmm. Same with CRM. We don't really like to call ourselves a CRM provider. It's an integrated platform that manages communications with customers and that uh, you know provides analytical support and and brings to bear advanced uh, machine learning and AI technologies. Wow, that's really cutting edge stuff that you guys are doing. And the fact that you're doing it right here in our own backyard here in the Maricopa County area is just amazing. So you guys get to create cool technology and then do it in a place that has like the best weather on earth. (laughs) (laughs) Other than in the summer, yes. Oh, that's funny. I was just talking to a friend about the summer. He lives in uh, Minnesota and, you know, they got crazy amounts of snow this year in Minnesota. And it's always funny because during the wintertime, you know, I get to tell him, hey, I only get to use, I only have to use salt for my margarita, you know, and then he will be messaging me. And when it's 115 while he's hanging out and it's 85. So I guess it's always a little give and take depending on where you're at. But I don't think I would ever give it up for the snow ever. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And we we are very happy here in in uh, in in Arizona. Uh, we have great talent here, and uh, and it's a you know it's a great place for us to to operate. So, where do you see uh, Nextiva going in you know the next five years or so with all of your different product lines? Well, I, I would say you know I, I expect us to to continue to focus on uh, high value capability added. We, you know, in, in, in sort of um, basic market terms, the, the, if you look at all the different things that are, that are built into the next OS platform, uh, we, we decided to, you know, as I've said several times in this conversation, our focus is integration. Our focus is, uh, is, is enabling that really rich and integrated conversation. Uh, the functionality that we've deployed in these different areas is is basic now, and it will continue to grow. It will continue to grow uh, in breadth. It will continue to grow in impact. So, for example, today, if you were not that we like to compare ourselves to our competitors, but if you were say to look at the core CRM capabilities that we have in you know, comparison to say Salesforce or Zendesk or somebody like that, you'd find that our capabilities are simple, simple. They're, you know, they're, they're basic today. And so one thing that we'll do is naturally continue to extend the, the, the breadth of our offering, the amount that you can get just right out of the box in the next Eva, um, next OS platform. That's one thing we'll do. Another thing that we'll do is start, providing uh, more and more powerful decision support. And, you know, I, I gave examples before of what's available today is we, because we're observing communication, we can recommend actions to our customers and say, hey, this person is about to churn or, hey, you should maybe give an offer to, to this person. Uh, those capabilities are powerful. They will become more powerful as time goes on. I don't want to you know, kind of tip the hand and say specifically what areas of business automation we're going to be uh, focusing on over the next couple of years. But what you will see out of Nextiva is support for more and more powerful uh, extensions to, you know, to the, to the core platform that, that support uh, better business decisions and better engagement. 
Uh, we're, we're by no means looking to, uh, to be a primarily just kind of road automation play. We're always looking for how can we empower our customers to, you know, to, to, to amplify what they do. And I, I often say that the right way to think about our future when it comes to AI and machine learning is don't think about uh, self-driving cars. Think about bionic limbs. You know, we're aiming to, to really to, to enable our customers to, uh, to just be, um, you know, to, to make better decisions and more timely decisions so that they can, you know, they can serve their customers better. I really like your so, your analogy just, there, where you're saying not focusing on the driving self driving car, but bionic limbs. It's more of a, you know, let's take what we have, who we are, and what we're about, and amplify that uh, rather than removing the human element, right? Right, exactly. Because at the you know at our root, our roots are communication and amazing service. Amazing service is a personal human to human activity. And so we, we, you know, we are very much aiming at at uh, at continuing to focus on empowering our customers to do that better. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm I'm okay with a, a, a an AI or a robot flipping my hamburger at the local uh, hamburger joint, but you're a hundred percent correct when it comes to proper customer service and those types of engagements that can only be done uh, on a human to human level. And uh, I'm I'm really happy that you guys have identified that because I think there's a lot of companies out there in the technology sector that are uh, effectively building themselves out of humanity for lack of a better term they their their products are you know not geared towards keeping the human interaction component but removing it and automating everything and i don't i don't like that direction <laughs> yeah i mean there are we we will you know we the 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 key is to automate the things that that don't really require uh, human interaction that where the human interaction doesn't really add value and then enable that human interaction to have the most value. And that's, you know, that's really where we're, that's where we're aiming. So you guys could have a new slogan, right? Like Nextiva, allowing people to be, have more time to be human with other humans. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds about right to me. I have to, you know, cl clear it with marketing, but it sounds like a, <laughs> A, it sounds, and it's you know, it's very much in 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 line with uh, with how we think about things. Yeah, I mean, in our world, right? I do I do radio, I do audio editing, video editing. I'm I'm a manager of people, and you know, those are things that I'm good at. But you're not going to have me go and do accounting. Right. That's not my that's not my cup of tea. And so that's basically like what your products allow allow people to do is to focus on the things that they are really good at and automate the other components that are not necessarily uh, needed with a human touch. Uh, and ultimately, the impact that comes out of that is, you know, less expensive operating uh, costs, uh, more face time with your customers and hopefully happier and more customers at the end of that. Correct, and and also more happy uh, and engaged employees. True. Yeah. Yeah. So one one thing that we think a lot about is what is our software like to use for the employees of our customers. 
Yeah, no, and that's that's a that's a good point. How do you guys get over that too? Because I think a lot of times you you know you have people like me who are you know VPs or C level executives or what have you that are kind of doing the shopping, uh, for lack of a better term, to technology shopping for the business. But you know, I'm not in sales. I don't I don't uh, I don't I don't hit the street. I don't do the sales thing like our sales team does, and so it it makes it effectively difficult for me to make a decision on what is a good sales tool if I'm not using it every day. Uh, and so how do you guys how do you guys hurdle those obstacles when they come around to make sure that, you know, all of the pieces of the OS are working for each kind of sector of the companies that are using your products? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And there's two answers to it. One is we talk to our customers, obviously. <laughs> but the second is we have sort of a, a secret advantage. Well, not so secret. Uh, it's a, I'll, I'll say it publicly and we're, we're certainly proud of it. We run our own software. So we, the Nextiva, uh, as I said, began as a as a voice over IP company, and the the I, the 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 Next OS platform was actually born out of need, and so we have our own. Uh, we we pride ourselves on amazing service. We have an awesome customer support team, who and sales team who run our software, and uh, so. You know that we we definitely get a lot of feedback. Uh, I you know I talk to these people myself regularly, and and it's a great you know it's a great thing because they can obviously be very candid with us. Yeah, so that, that, there's, there's not no, nothing more important than getting feedback from actual customers running your you know running your products, and we and we get that both internally and externally. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Do you guys ever do case studies with your customers and, and kind of looking at how each customer might be utilizing the platform differently? We do. And in fact, I believe there's some on our website today. We, we do, um, and we get, you know, we, you, as you can imagine, we get all kinds of uh, different types of, um, uh, of feedback from customers and different types of use and, uh, and learn, we, we learn about different verticals. Like for example, I believe there's something on the website now in the insurance industry where uh, we have uh, insurance agents that are, uh, that are very, very focused on, on maintaining really good communications and engagement with their customers and, and making sure that their customers renew and you know, stay with them and are happy. And uh, we, they've made essential use of the next OS platform in doing that. Um, but we we do we have uh, we have a whole library of case studies that we um, oh that's great that we've gathered. Yeah, I always like to ask people who run companies about you know the case studies that they operate because I feel you know the case study is a a, a, a really effective after action tool right where you're able to deploy something with a customer and then kind of follow up later to see how they're using it are they happy how are they using it that's different than somebody else. You know, which can then go back and, and allow you guys to have some additional data points as you start tweaking stuff and, and making more functionality, which I, I think is great. So kudos to you guys for keeping in contact with your customers in that in that respect. Yeah, it's a, it's something that we um, you know that that we spend a lot of time on getting input from from our customers and uh, and also our you know our our uh, uh, I can't emphasize enough our own internal teams who use the software. 
Well, Phil, I appreciate you coming on and spending the last half hour with us talking about Nextiva and yourself and all of the cool things that you guys are doing. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. If you guys are tuned into this episode, make sure you go check out their website at nextiva.com, N-E-X-T-I-V-A.com. If you're operating a company, if you are a, a new company and you're really looking for a solution that can help you out, go check out uh, their website. Uh, I did some research and I can tell you right now by looking at some of these services and also being a person who has onboarded probably five or six different CRM services over the last 10 years for our company, uh, you guys definitely know what you're doing. You definitely have a grasp on on, on where this technology is going and and you know getting the disparate communication components kind of gathered in one basket uh and i and i think that's fantastic thank you guys make sure you check out the podcast on google itunes tune in stitcher and of course spotify give us a subscription and share us with your friends we appreciate everybody tuning in to finding your frequency right here on voiceamerica.com the leader in live internet talk radio